everybody, welcome to Drive-Thru Review 574. Today we're going to take a look at the new edition of Coliseum. So this is from Tasty Minstrel Games, coming out right about now. Uh, the old edition was published, I believe, over 10 years ago now, uh, from Days of Wonder. So they've brought it back, redid the graphic design, uh, redid all the components, uh, you know, physical components and everything like that, but the rules are the same. So let's jump in and uh, take a look at how the game plays, and then I'll tell you what I think of it. Okay, here I've got all the components laid out here. You can see the main game board in the center. It's got like this kind of garden set up. A couple things to note, you can see these little uh, Coliseum markers here. We'll zoom into that. And you can see here these little numbers there. So we've got four and four and five and five and three and three. So depending on the number of players in the game, right now I've set it up for a five player game, each player is gonna get like a little domain that they're gonna control with the Coliseum that they're going to build. Now you can expand it. So as we expand it, we can add these little extensions here and we'll add those there. And you do want to grow your Coliseum because you'll be able to perform uh, better shows, better performances. And this gives more spots for the different senators and things to land in here. And then you get more points if they view your show. So you definitely want to grow your Coliseum up like that. And you've got spots all along this track uh, for that. Now the next thing to note here in the center of the board are these different tokens here. And these are randomly dealt out. There's a starting set of tokens there. And you can see they have kind of that light background and they have like a little bit of a border around them. Uh, you do have a bag here uh, that you're gonna be pulling uh, in subsequent rounds and these have a little darker border but it's the same types of tokens there and these are like the different uh, performers and different types of acts that will go into your overall grand show and so what you're going to be doing is collecting these through uh, bidding and trading and then assembling different sets of the different types to be able to pull off a better performances there's also some dice here which i'll explain in a minute but that's to move the senators and emperors and things around the board now you're going to randomly choose one player to get the start player marker and then they are going to uh, take turns in turn order. You're going to go through these different phases here. This basically is the rules of the game. The, the core rules are very, very simple. And you're going to go through an investing phase. You're going to acquire the asset tokens. You're going to possibly trade those tokens. You're going to produce an event and then you do some kind of cleanup here. Now. The main thing about the game, of course, is the different events. Oops. And on the back of your player sheet, you have sort of a makeout that you can see all the different types of events, all the different kinds of tokens and things that are required. So you can see here, like this one will give you uh, 35 points. It will cost you $26 to sort of get the ticket to be able to actually fill the event. And these are all the required tokens that you need. Now you don't need all of these tokens. You can kind of pull off kind of a half-baked event, but the closer you get to, you know, the full total the better because the points do drop off uh, relatively significantly and you can see there's two sort of sections here two types of events now to pull off this area of events here you need a, a call same of that's sort of size three you know you need one of those expansions now over here once you get up to size four then you can pull off uh, the larger point events now off the side here we have the tiles that represent those events you've got the larger size four events and the size three events. Now each player is gonna get one random event out of these two stacks. You can see you have like a really tiny event and then sort of a medium tiny event and you'll start with two random ones. So let's just take these here. So you've got kind of some direction there to start the game off. So here you can see you need two comedians and a decoration. If you pull that off at the end of the round, you get seven points. If you are missing one of those things, so let's say you just had the two comedians, you only get five points. And then here is the finatio and you need 
you need a semblance of horses and lions in the cage, and you try to get 11 points with that. Uh, so you're going to start off with two of these. You also will start off with some of this awesome money, and this is uh, cool metal coins here in these different uh, types, and they have the values on the other side there. Now players will start off with some tokens uh, of their own, so they'll have some kind of idea uh, what they can go for, and they'll be able to look again at the back of their player sheet and get a sense of, you know, okay, I'll try to get for this one, and maybe Billy's going for the other one, and everybody will get a set of these. There will be some left over and removed out of the game. And then we're going to start the game, and every round is going to start with the investing phase. And so when you make an investment, you can do one of these. So the first thing you might do is actually to buy uh, the event program there. And you're just going to pay the cost, so let's pretend we bought this one here. We would pay $25, and we are the only ones that have access to that for the rest of the game. So that's one of the possible investments that you can do. The other thing you can do is you can expand your arena. Again, adding this in between uh, the ends of your call seam, and you can extend that either direction that you wish. Uh, you can purchase a season ticket, which are these markers here, and these will give you some extra points. And then you can also construct here the Emperor's Loge, and you can put this little token on like that. And that will help you sort of attract the nobles. Now, at some point during the game, you're going to get these Emperor's Medallions here. And these are a couple different things here. You can hang on to these and score them uh, for three points when you actually run a show, kind of, you know, bling out your show a little bit. You can actually move them uh, to uh, actually help with the movement of the, of the nobles. And then you can also get six bucks out of it. But you can also, if we look here, turn these over, you can discard two of these to make a, a second investment. And that could come in handy because, you, again, this is typically one per round. So you can do one of these things. And if you think about it, you have to increase your Coliseum two of those rounds. So it only gives you three rounds to kind of play with this other stuff if you really want to win anyway. After everybody's uh, done an investment, and you can pretty much do that part simultaneously, it's not usually important unless somebody's going after uh, one of these events that you need to worry about the turn order. Uh, then the start player is going to sort of like nominate one of these groups. They may pick this and say, okay, we're gonna bid on this, and they will have to make a minimum bid of eight bucks uh, for it, and then it's gonna go around and around, and then whoever wins it will get that uh, this particular one there. Now, if, let's say I was a start player and I nominated this, uh, and then I didn't win it, let's say Billy or Francesca won it, uh, they would get the items, and then I would be my turn again to nominate another uh, set there. So sometimes you might, you know, play games with that a little bit. Maybe nominate one that you know somebody else wants, try to get people out of the bidding, you know, play a little bit of mind games with that. But let's say on the next round I nominated these, and I ended up winning it, I would pay the money to the bank. And then, if whoever the nominating player was, one, then you're going to refill these out of the bag. And so we'll draw these tiles out of this bag and we'll re refill this back up. So that's the other interesting thing you can do is, um, oh, whoops, I grabbed the starting one there, is, is kind of play games with that as well. Now you can get some special tokens here. So there's three different kind of special tokens. Now this one here is sort of like a wild. They can count as any of these types of performers. Uh, this one here will give you one of those emperor tokens, which I showed you earlier. And this one can count as an emperor token, or you can uh, use it to do a second investment action. So instead of two emperor tokens to do uh, the bonus investment, then uh, this one you can just discard by itself.
And once all players have had a chance, once you won a group, you're not you're out of it for the round. Uh, then the other players will be involved until everybody gets one group of these, and then you'll be able to trade. And like I said, everybody starts with you know a group of these. And so if I was the start player, then it would start with me, and I could say, you know what, I have these extra horses. Maybe I don't need those. Billy, I see that you probably want horses. I'll trade you a horse, and maybe you give me two comedians or two musicians, and so on. So it kind of works like Catan in that way. So I'll be trading with everybody, and then once I'm done trading, then Billy will go. He'll trade with everybody, and then it just goes around, and it usually goes pretty quickly that way. And then once everybody's done trading, uh, you're going to go to the perform event. Now the first thing you're going to do is you're going to roll one of these dice here. So let's roll that. And so that would allow me to pick any of these emperors and nobles in these different colors are worth different points if they land inside of here. So we rolled a five. One, two, three, four, five. We might as well move her in there. And this is she's going to sit in there. And you've always got to move uh, in a clockwise direction there. Again, you can discard one of these and you can move these forward or backward uh, one to three spaces. Now, if you have built an emperor's loge, which I'll just put that there, then you get to roll two dice and then you can split the movement. So I can move one figure three and one figure between one and three, or I can combine these so I can move anything between uh, four to seven, a single one that way. So that can be very handy to try to possibly you know, even get multiple uh, folks in there. And so the other thing you want to do obviously is expand this, and this is gonna give you access again to the uh, better programs, as well as give you more spots uh, where you can have figures land. And you can have figures uh, in the same spot. There's no blocking or anything like that. And you remember the other thing I said you could get was these season tickets. You can put in like a little grandstand there and that will give you more points uh, during the game as well. And there are reminders here on your player sheet as well. So you're going to go ahead and score the points now and you're going to fill out the program. So let's pretend we were doing this one here and we had all but one of the items listed here. So we would get in this case 29 instead of 33 points. We'll get plus three points for each of the white figures, five for the red, and seven for the emperor, who's blue. And then you will also get uh, plus five points for the season ticket, as well as um, any previously done uh, shows, which I'll show you in a minute. And you can actually spend these tokens like I showed you here. If you're hanging on to these, you can spend those and add plus three to your score. And then also you have a couple other things. So you have the star performers here, and then you have the previously done programs, and then you have these special items here, which I'll talk about. But this gives you a quick summary of scoring the points. Now let's talk about the star performers here. Now we have, let's see, we had a bunch of horses out there, right? Yeah, so if you have at least four of a type, so let's say we had four or more horses, and we have the most, then you get plus four for any uh, program that actually used horses. So in this case, it wouldn't have worked because there's no horses being used here. Uh, but if we used a program that focused on horses, then we could do that. And there's different star tokens, uh, star performer tokens for these different things. So you've got the actors and musicians and tigers and stuff like that. Now, if somebody gets uh, more tokens than you and they still have more than four, uh, or four or more, then they'll steal this from you. But if they tie you, you still will hold on to it. So this will add points to your show as well. And then every time you complete a show here, let's say we'll do this one, after you complete it, you can turn it over. And this is gonna give you plus five points for any show that you perform. So as you go along, you know, even once you complete these early ones, uh, right at the beginning of the game, you're gonna flip these over. These will give you plus five. Uh, that's gonna stack up. Now, sometimes you might get into a situation where you have a new show, but it's actually better for you to do this one again, which you can totally do. You just flip it over. 
You don't get the plus five for this one because you're kind of repeating yourself, but you'll get plus five for any others that you've already done. And then you can do this one again, but it's better to do a different show each round because then you can start stacking up more and more of these plus five. Now scoring is very different in this game because when you score, let's say the first time we do it, we got 10 points with some bonuses. And next time in the second round, we got 12 points. Well, we're not gonna add 12 to this. We're just gonna move this marker up to 12 because you're going to only record basically your best scoring uh, show for the duration of the game. So the winner of the game, I've seen this happen once, could be somebody that scores their best show in the fourth round and you know they get a ton of points and maybe their the fifth round isn't quite so good but nobody else is able to beat that show that doesn't happen usually very often usually it's in the last round uh, but so that's why you're just kind of keeping track of your best show now the person that scores the biggest show of that particular round will get to add one of these little markers here uh, to their coliseum so you can see there's one for each of the first four rounds and you'll take and add that to your coliseum that's going to give you plus three points uh, on subsequent rounds. So it's possible to collect mul multiple of those and that's kind of a good way to kind of, you know, spiral up your score. Now after everybody's produced an event and then you're gonna go into the closing ceremony, you gotta do a little bit of cleanup. And so what's gonna happen is you have to discard one of the tokens that was used. You get to keep the tokens now, except for one of them. So we're gonna take a look here at this thing here. So let's say we used uh, one of these comedians. We have to discard something that was used here. So maybe I'll get rid of the comedian like so. And then again, the whoever scored the most that particular round gets a podium for their Coliseum. And then whoever is currently in last place uh, overall is going to be able to steal a token from the player that's in first place. So it's a little bit of a catch-up mechanic. And then you're going to pass the start token to the left, and then you just go around and you play five rounds. And then again, whoever scored the highest uh, or best show overall is going to be the winner. Okay, so that was Coliseum. What I think of it, well, first let's get the negative out of the way. I really do not like the board. The main board is weird because when you look at it, it's kind of like a garden type of thing, like a sort of a courtyard. But inside of the courtyard, you have these Coliseums, which is really strange. It kind of takes you out of the theme a little bit because, you know, it's the Coliseum is supposed to be these massive things in this, you know, sprawling metropolis of Rome, and they're kind of tucked around in this garden. And it's just, I don't know, the scale of it's really funky and weird. Um, and then the overall, the illustration, I mean, I don't usually get too uh, subjective with art because art is art, but I don't know, that doesn't work for me either. But I find that objectively, <laughs> the board uh, itself and the scale of the board and the, the you know, everything is really off. Uh, now you have these other tokens here like that. And they actually have two different types of uh, stickers that you can sticker on these. You don't have to actually use stickers. You could just use these kind of blank ones. It has these sort of cartoony ones, which maybe go with the vibe a little bit differently, but these are slightly more realistic. That's kind of an interesting thing. Uh, overall, I like the Days of Wonder production more, but I mean, the money is really cool. The graphic design and sort of the overall layout is nice. The, to the, uh, you know, the performer tokens and everything, it's all very easy to read. So there's no mistakes there. I just think like, I think the main thing for me is the main player board. Cause really other than that, there's not really much to it. Um, but that main player board really just kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Now talking about the game, uh, the game is very interesting to me. It sort of sits in a way, almost like as a Catan killer. Um, although I don't know that I would go that far. You don't have a lot of games these days with 
that somewhat open-ended trading where you know I've got this I'll give you two of this you give me one of those um, you can trade money as well for that so you can say I'll give you an extra you know six bucks and a horse and then you can give you know give me a senator or a comedian and so on so that that part of it is nice that doesn't happen so much when you play with three players. I think really what you want to do is you want to play this with four and five players. And if you can play with five, because then you have more opportunity for trade. The uh, you know the tokens and all the performers are sort of diffused amongst all the different players. So there's going to be more opportunity to wheel and deal. And that's where the fun of the game really comes into it. Uh, other than that, it's very, very simple. You know, you, you, you have this real simple but critical decision in terms of what you're going to upgrade each round and as i said during the walkthrough you've only got those really five opportunities to do it unless you manage to collect some bonus tokens which uh, you know can be very important to get that second kind of break that rule of that one upgrade per round um, so it's very very simple but you've got to you know work your way around that i, I know i'm going to keep saying that over and over but it, i can't stress enough how important you know you're decision is each round to do uh, those upgrades. Because uh, like when you take the Loge, for example, which is what will possibly give you uh, the second dice and possibly you know attract more of the nobility to your uh, to your Coliseum, that's gonna be an interesting uh, time because those guys are just gonna kinda keep moving around and it's gonna be very hard to sort of keep uh, you know the good ones with you because when you move them you you may not be able to let's say you roll the dice and you're going to move one and you're like well nothing's going to move into me well i'm going to move it out of yours because you know why would i leave that in there you're going to get seven points out of it so naturally some of the more valuable ones are going to kind of move around so that's it's an interesting thing and it's got you know it's a game with a roll and move that actually kind of works and is somewhat interesting uh when that part comes up uh and then in terms of just the way that you collect the sets and you know what kind of contracts or the events that you go after uh, that's really the key to the game because you need to try to plan for that again that one huge turn that's usually going to be your fifth turn anyway um, but you've got to kind of manage okay i'm going to go after this one i need you know these certain tokens nobody else is really collecting those so i can probably trade for them you know so you have to kind of plan around that and kind of watch everybody in that way uh, but along the way you still want to kind of like keep all your constituents or your customers happy uh, because you want to get all those plus fives from all the previous rounds and try to score and land those podiums. Uh, and that catching mechanic is can be brutal in a way because uh, you know you're always going to lose at least one of these tokens per round. You have to discard one of those. And you know if you're in first place, somebody's going to be snagging something from you, and that can put a hamper on on what you're able to do, especially as the you know depending on what the new tokens are that come out in the center of the board. But the gameplay is pretty quick. It plays about, what's it say, 60, 90 minutes? Yeah, it's not going to take much more than 90 minutes, especially as people have played the game a few times. I mean, the trading is going to add a little bit of time to that, but that's going to be so group dependent, it's hard to really gauge that too objectively. Um, but I recommend this. It, it's kind of like a throwback idea. Uh, I like the simple, you know, set collecting and, and the bidding and all that part of it, and then with a little bit of trading. And it's, it's kind of just fun to sort of put together uh, these performances and, and it is pretty thematic the way that all that stuff kind of fits together um, and you do kind of feel like you're you're pulling off better and better performances you're you're developing uh, you know this troop so to speak that's going to get better over time you're going to be able to reinvest in your coliseum and all that stuff all that thematic stuff really comes across 
Um, so I definitely recommend folks check this out. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to play it, uh, it certainly is a classic from kind of that early year 2000s kind of era of Euros. Uh, so it's definitely worth playing. And it looks really simple. It's like, you know, okay, you do one thing, you bid on some goods, you trade some goods, and then you roll the die, and then you do the performance. But there's a little bit more going on to than what it might seem like, uh, you know, on the surface there. So definitely give this one a look. Thanks.